0: one, Fight. This is episode 22 of Don't Be A Scrub Podcast. My name is Spider Carnage, aka Verbo's Mute on Xbox Live. My interviewing partner is Martin, aka Martinhead01 on Xbox Live and PSN. On this episode, we have a very special guest, as always. Uh, his name is Western Wolves Ryan Hart. Uh, this interview was done a few days after Shadowloo Showdown. And yeah, we hope you enjoy the interview.
1: So, Ryan, how, uh, how are you finding Australia so far? Oh, it's been amazing here. I, yeah. I just didn't expect it to be so nice. I mean,
2: everywhere's nice. nice. Let me try and break it down a bit better than that. I think Australia surprised me for how chilled out and relaxed it is here. Mm. People seem to be, you know, genuinely happy with just being alive, you know. <laughs> and, and I don't always get that feeling about people. And I've never had um, such a friendly, you know, community around me. Like, right. I don't know, when I'm out on the street, people just seem to say hi or you know seems just yeah i don't know people are just um so free here you know yeah. i've got that feeling with, in melbourne and in um even the drunken
1: bums or... are really cheerful and even yeah. them like yeah. they're like
2: you know they're happy about their extra bottles of beer yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. cool um but i i've been yeah i've uh, it's definitely changed like how i think about places i would like to live and stuff like that so yeah, yeah no i'm very happy here
1: cool cool so um um. What do you think of Shelly short? And how's how's the experience been so far? Oh man, I don't know why they
2: bothered. With that event it was awful. No, Shadow Showdown was awesome, man. I mean, yeah. to, to you know to be able to hold a multi tournament, a multi game tournament with that many top players that 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 you know that just gets a round of applause. It's not easy. Yeah. It's not even easy to organise a bedroom tournament with your local mates, let alone have internationals come from every part of the world. You know, yeah. and just
1: be just to be under one roof for for a few days. That's that's brilliant. I mean, have you have you heard much of the Australian scene before before Shadow Showdown or have I heard much? about what the Australian scene the Australian
2: scene well um I've met you know the couple I've seen at Evo like oh like Toxie yeah so you know I knew those guys and and on Facebook you know we talk sometimes so I, I knew those guys but, um, yeah, as in the whole scene, you know, I didn't really know much about um, what mm-hmm. went on here. You know, I didn't know that there was a big divide in, like, the Tekken community, like, there's a little bit of beef between Sydney yeah, and Sydney Melbourne, Melbourne and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And on Marvel, they had that as well. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. That guy challenging Toxie and stuff like that. Yeah, that's like. all so, the money matches. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's good. It's good. I mean, it's, yeah. it's good to have, you know, a thriving community that, that, yeah. that kind of, you know, has a bit of pride, you know, yeah. that local pride about their scene, and they want to be the best yeah. in, in their area or their country. That's, yeah. that's nice.
1: So, i mean. Like since you you haven't heard m- much about us, like what was your primary motivation to come down to Shallow Showdown? Um,
2: well, I wanted to come to Shallow Showdown to you know show what Europe has to offer, to show that we have good players in Europe and the UK. Yeah, I've been travelling everywhere, so it was nice to come to Australia and you know yeah. just be a part of the event because I couldn't I, I couldn't come to the previous one. Right. Um, yeah, just a few of the things. I think. Um, mm. The Shadow Loose Showdown staff and my sponsor kind of got in communication a bit too late, and then yeah. things couldn't really get off the ground. Yeah. So this time we made sure it happened properly, and you know that would come down. And um, I always enjoy playing with high level players, um, no matter where they're from. And this time I got to play lots of different ones, you know, in and out of tournament, and mm-hmm. um, that's always a good learning experience for me. So mm-hmm. no, right, yeah, was, yeah, so you're you playing great. tons of money matches. Yeah, yeah I know. Right? <laughs> Yeah, it's always a big favourite for me playing money matches. Yeah. So no, that was yeah, that was good fun.
1: So was there anything in particular that you liked about the event, or something that you wish we could have done better? Or? Um, it's sometimes hard to take it all in because when you're one of the players that plays multiple games,
0: yeah,
2: you you do most of, you spend most of your time running around. and You're not really looking around for you know what can be done better, etc. Yeah. Um, I liked you know the first day the VIP day where you had you know casual setups and you yeah. had like a little exhibition area that was streamed. Yeah. That was nice. Um, I don't know. It was okay. For me, anyway. I mean, mm-hmm. other people might have different opinions. But for me, it mm-hmm. was it was brilliant. You know, you had um, you had space for people to play casuals. You had the tournament area. Mm-hmm. You had uh, people that were running the brackets that were clearly marked in their red, uh, you know, top. So, mm-hmm. you know, everything was amazing. I mean, the way you guys sorted out our, you know, accommodation. You play, so, we had a place to stay. The fact that we all got to stay together was a really big thing for me. You know, it yeah, was yeah, really yeah. nice that you had, like, the UK guys like me and F Word and... And, and the Marvel guys all on the same floor. Yeah. You know, and Andreas of course as well. And then we also had like the Japanese next door and yeah. then across the hall. You know, and then downstairs we had the Americans. So yeah. it was it was really, really good. So it was like I mean, FGTV, uh, yeah, Australia Star. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it was a shame we didn't get together for like a, a more solid session, like right. you know, even like a, a tournament, you know, just with us. Right. That like a, an outside the tournament tournament. Site tournament kind yeah, of yeah. you know
1: and, and you know, because we had the setup, we had Oh, that's uh, right. Because you came on on Friday, right? Yeah, we had the box yeah. hill tournament on Thursday. That was kind of like the yeah, I missed tournament. that, yeah, yeah. 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 And
2: uh, Selhar, <S-H-I> yeah. yeah, and also, so yeah, and I forgot to mention we had the Chinese players, yeah. sharing a room as well with the other UK players, and yeah. we were sharing with uh, Human Bomb and Punco and yeah. uh, M Lizard, yeah. and uh, Leslie from Singapore. So right. so much international connectivity going mm. on there. You know, it was brilliant. Um, so, yeah, I'm surprised that nothing kicked off. You know, some some group beef, right? Mm. I don't know. It's nothing <laughs> but um, that would have been nice. But, yep. you know, everyone wants to do different things. Yep. These guys want to play Street And also, another thing now is it's not everyone playing the same game.
1: That's true, yeah.
2: Marvel some guys want were. to get together to play a bit of Marvel. Yeah. Sometimes, some guys want to do Street Fighter Cross Tekken, yeah. King of Fighters, AE. You know, there's mm-hmm. so much going on now mm-hmm. in terms of high-level fighting gameplay. So mm-hmm. it's quite hard to um, always fit each other's uh, wants and needs mm. so um yeah uh and then aside from gaming itself some people just wanted to uh, you know for video gaming yep. some people wanted to go to the casino right one of the evenings did you go to the casino i didn't get to go oh there, but okay. a few of the, i know a few of the guys you know the yeah. americans i know punko was racking it up in the, in the casino. yeah he's
1: the king of gambling man yeah or
2: seth player yeah seth player, <laughs> yeah, seth <laughs> <laughs> seth player and that's what you get by right? yeah so I heard that last year, I don't know if you like, rumor has it, I wasn't there. But yeah. I was with someone who was getting, I think it was um, Weirdo Neo, the Korean, the uh-huh. uh, screen yeah, player, yeah. who was getting infinite updates on his phone because some guy was texting him from the casino who was with Punko telling yeah. him how Punko had never played blackjack in his life. Yeah. And he was winning, like he won like three grand or something. Yeah, yeah I, I,
1: I don't doubt that for the, guy, like the, the,
2: the um, Yeah, you know the, the, the casino staff was explaining the rules as he went along. And he was just <laughs> winning, winning bare money. like.
1: That guy's nuts. So obviously
2: his guessing is really good. Uh,
1: How's he just winning bad things like that? He hasn't even played it (laughs) before. Yeah, Uh, wouldn't put that past Punko. um, yeah, I mean, how disappointed were you that to find out that right next to the VIP night we had Miss World interviews going on? Oh, <laughs> same. Proper that. upset about that, man. <laughs> the honeys that I
2: missed out on seeing, like, it's just not fair. Yeah, yeah I heard that um, you know, they had Miss World in the same building. Yeah, right? yeah, right next but it was to us. Happening all at the same time. Yeah, so that. I didn't even know about. it. I would have I at least had my eyes. Yeah. Slightly more peeled <laughs> for things other than combos if I would have been uh, if I would have been aware. Yeah. But yeah, I guess that's that's what happens. Here. So yeah. Miss World and shadow showdown.
1: Got yeah. to so do it next year. Perfect combination. Perfect. We, we got to do a joint event. So, <laughs> yeah. I like that. So yeah, I mean, you, since you got to play a bunch of casuals and money matches with all the internationals, who was was there anybody that you were surprised or impressed by in particular? Like, um, was, I was
2: really impressed with Narrow because yeah. of his character, Evil Ryu. I've yeah, never yeah. seen that character play to such a high level. Yeah. Um, it's always a nice um, and a fresh experience when you see that because you're yeah. like, hey, this game is even better than I thought it was. You know. Yeah. It's not just the the usual suspects that I can expect to playing tournaments is actually these guys are also mm. viable and they can be used just as well, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, and uh, I knew that game was good but obviously to see Amu do so mm. well was brilliant as well. Mm. Um, and just generally, no, uh, I mean, but you know, so those two for the characters, yeah. I liked Michael Tan. Yeah, Tan his was very, was very uh, amazing. Very clean, yeah. very sharp, very impressive to watch, I, yeah. I, I did like his style, he's such a great guy as yeah. well. Um, I was impressed by the Chinese guys. I, I didn't. Of course, yeah, what yeah. underdogs just coming out and yeah. blowing everyone up. Like, yeah, it's true because no one expected any, I, think, I mean, other than themselves, I don't <laughs> think anyone expected them to just come out and batter people like they yeah. did, you know. Hai winning the whole tournament, you know, the boxing yeah, tournament. Yeah, he was dominant. And, and doing really well in, in, in yeah. singles at Shadaloo as well. Mm. Um, human Bomb, that Sakura, probably the best Sakura I've ever seen at uh, uh, Barrio, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so, yeah, he uh, definitely round of applause to that guy. And uh, Dako, oh my days. Yeah, what do you that think like of his Ryu? Too yeah.
1: sick,
2: <laughs> Taking up Fudo twice, you know. Yeah. As a, as, a, as a Ryu player myself, I know that that's a hard yeah. task. I was just... sitting there
1: like, oh, here comes Fei here comes yeah. that 7 tree. Wait. Is he winning? Yeah, no, 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 totally, totally.
2: I don't think that match is seven three. It definitely but, yeah. isn't. But you know how, like, yeah. I don't know. It's just one of those hard matchups for yeah, you know, yeah, It is yeah. an uphill battle. Yeah. You are kind of struggling almost all the time. Yeah. Um, but no, you know, I, I do think that um, he, they 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 just put on such a strong showing, and it was great to see because yeah. no one expected it. So yeah, the the Chinese definitely get my vote.
1: Yeah, so I think they're gonna make a. They're gonna do really well EVO this year. Like, yeah, yeah. Are they? Are they all going? I I would hope so. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> I mean, hang on a second. KOF's at EVO, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. so Shanghai. Dhaka. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's gonna be a fun year for them.
1: Yes. So <laughs> yeah. So I mean, are you happy with Europe's performance, at SS?
2: No no, 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 no. I'm very happy with Zach's performance. Although yeah. I would have liked him to slip into top three, yeah. but obviously yeah. those top three uh, for Marvel, you mean? Yeah, for Marvel. Yeah. Um, that was a good game. Um, those top three are like, you know, super strong. You know, it, it is no shame to lose to any of those three. But you know, I, I got a lot. I've got a lot of respect for Zach because he mm-hmm. is a very new Marvel player. Yeah. And to be able to compete on such a high level mm. with such a small amount of experience, um, you know, is, is definitely a great thing. Mm. So um, no, I'm really happy that you know he did really well, and no, uh, it was it was it was brilliant, brilliant performance from Zach. Mm. Um, myself, I'm quite disappointed from myself because I, uh, losing to Justin, I don't feel that I played as well as I could have, gave him too much respect, and wouldn't play my regular tiger shot game because I was always aware that he might jump in. Mm. But of course, when the jump in never came, I should have perhaps maybe started to try and mm. put some pressure on from distance, but I never did. I was always thinking, mm. okay, mm. maybe now. Yeah. Okay, he yes, hasn't so maybe now, you know? Mm. And then mm. there'd even be times where I had an opportunity for an anti that and I ended up missing it. So mm. I think in that match, um, you know, nerves got the better of me. Mm. I mean, I can, you know, we played a money match afterwards, Saga, yeah. um... Saga Rufus. versus Rufus, yeah. first to five, and I did manage to win a very close 5-4, Right. so, you know, I mean, whether I won or lost, my, my point is that it was a lot closer, right. you know, than it was in the, in the tournament, so I just think that I need to just drop those nerves, um, yeah. and p- perhaps you know, not give players just based on status too much respect when I play them. Right.
1: You know? Is it the first time you played Justin in
2: Tournament? It's the first well? time I played him on S F four in tournament, yeah. Really? It was it was first for... time. Wow. Well. ever. <laughs> first time I ever played Justin on S F four. Oh no actually no, I played him on S F four in um in France once. Right, right. Very long time ago. Ryu but that was a first... different experience for me because yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. You got a good memory. Yeah. Um yeah there was a double KO round I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... The thing is with that match is um I was just starting out with Ryu. Yeah. Just off of Sega and just onto Ryu so yeah. neither character was anywhere near solid and um, so yeah no that was that was a hard time for me just mm-hmm. based on I didn't have anyone to lean on you know it wasn't mm-hmm. I wasn't confident in, with anyone any with mm-hmm. to particular character yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, I was very happy that I did the money match after with Justin because that mm. showed me that it was just my nerves and it yep. wasn't that I don't have the, the the quality as a player to compete with him. Right. Um, and um, no, it was a, it was a good seat. It was a good it was good to win that. Mm. Um, and then also narrow because yep. in loser bracket I then lost to narrow. Yep. Yep. Evil Ryu and I had never played an Evil Ryu before. On um, the devil, right? But I, I hate that. I hate the you know i don't like that i have to say that i've never yeah. played it because it just sounds like i'm giving an excuse i'm not yeah. giving an excuse he he outplayed me in the match definitely yeah. did you know even in what even in the guesses, I did understand. You know, he guessed right, and, yeah. and I, I, I got punished for it. Yeah. So I don't have any problems with the fact that I lost to him. Mm. But, you know, when I talk to people, they, they come back and say, well, you would never played any Evil Ryu, so, you know, it's not your fault. But mm. at the same time, the game's been out long enough mm. for us to know all the characters. Mm. Um, maybe not from matchups, because mm. you won't know unless you play against it, but mm. at least, you know, to have an idea... Of what the character's about, and you know, watch matches online and stuff like that. Mm. So I guess it's just me not doing my homework. You know, mm. I knew he was coming, so mm. yeah. In the same way as the Justin uh, scenario, I did money match him after oh, the tournament, really? and I beat him five four as well. <laughs> so it just comes down to me not having the knowledge when I needed it. You know, yeah. um, against Justin, I wouldn't say necessarily say it was a knowledge thing. I think it was more of just a uh, just getting over the the nerves because um, right. I do get you know stage fright quite badly these days. Um, right. I why these days. I don't know I've been doing it for years and years not having stage fright and in the past year or two I've been suffering really badly although I've been keeping it on really low-key right but um, yeah I'm suffering really badly from stage fright like I do mm-hmm. perfect until it goes to the stream right. or until it goes on stage right. if you look at my recent tournaments like every single one right. I do really well until I have to go on stream right you know until I have to go on that big stage and play yeah. everyone as soon as it goes to that things just go downhill from there. Even if the opponent is someone that I could have beaten on a smaller screen, you know, in the regular setup. So I'm not saying I always win, no. You know, I can lose on a smaller setup, but Mm. I'm just saying, definitely seeing the quality of my play uh, deteriorate once it's mm-hmm. on a big stage. Mm-hmm. Um, in in most previous big tournaments, mm-hmm. and um, and it's it's I, th- I feel that I need to get over something because I think it's holding me back right now.
1: Is it pressure from your sponsors or that like kind of? No, rational, no, no, rational? no, 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 It's not. It's not from sponsors. I think it's
2: pressure from myself right. because of who I am and right. how long I've been playing for. Right. I feel a certain pressure to perform right. to everyone's expectations, and um, when I don't do that, it, it affects mm-hmm. me, and I'm no longer just concentrating on getting the win. It's more of a Quality of
1: play, right?
2: I guess so. Yeah, yeah. and um, yeah, and it's it's definitely a bit of a struggle for me right now.
1: And I um, guess since you've never had to deal with it before, you like never had stage fright. It's like a new experience. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. And um, also, I've never felt so much pressure to appeal to everyone.
0: Before, oh, when I was
2: a kid, I used to just play as for myself. I used to play for myself, and I yeah. didn't care about what people thought. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, you know, Ryan's using Yon or you know Ryan's doing this and mm. and and I and I and I care about it I shouldn't I should ignore it you know mm. but it bothers me it bothers me when people think I'm not as good as a certain player mm. just because of a certain match or a certain mm. result I subconsciously notice that I'm looking mm. to um, looking at my own matches mm. and I'm looking at you know what happens in them to see if I've done a certain thing correctly and stuff like that and I shouldn't care really you know mm. I, I should just play my my play play the game for myself but mm. I um, these days, you know, community is important as well, and mm. I, I care about my image. You know, I care about what people think of me. Mm. Like when, when I go on like event hubs, it's really painful sometimes because yeah, a yes. lot of people who have never met me and they don't know me personally, who yeah. never spent any time with me, yeah. um, you know, have have a complete picture of what I'm like.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah, they have a complete image of the person they think I am. Yeah, and um, some of the things that they say is, is, is like. Are things that I wouldn't say unless I knew a person, yeah. like I had a personal connection, like I yeah. spent time with them, you know. Mm. And um, I mean, these people posting might just be really young or something, but yeah. I really don't understand why they think these things that they think, you mm. know. And um, it's quite hard because sometimes I write things with everyone in mind, and I try to think about how I can maybe right. support. You know them as uh, up-and-coming gamers with my experience because I've been around a lot longer than most of these, or probably everyone on Event Hubs. Right. And I try to, you know, think in a way that allows my experience to show through what I'm talking about. And I don't get any love back from that. It's always like, Mm. well, you know, he's just moaning about this again, or he's Mm. just complaining, or he's just salty. Mm. There's never any credit there. Mm. And so. Because there's such an imbalance in biased, bad opinions, uh, it kind of makes me feel like, well, maybe I shouldn't bother, you know, but then I don't want to do that because I'm just joining, becoming the next guy to give up. And I don't want to do that. I want to be there for the people as a player and as a kind of advisor or maybe a kind of mentor, you know. I don't want to just you know, fall away and then one day like I don't play because, like I I mentioned earlier, there's going to come a time where these players that are top pro players now won't be around anymore. You know, people take it for granted that we're always going to be here. There's always going to be Justin Moore, there's always going to be Marlon Pye. there's always going to be Tokido. One day we'll all move on and do different things, but while we're around, I know that what I want to do is be able to share my knowledge with the community and Mm. give to the players things that they can carry on to transcend, Mm. you know, the the generations of video gaming. You know, in in getting that off the ground, to have such difficulty from people who know next to nothing or to people who've had a lot less experience than I have, Mm. uh, is quite painful, you know. Unless you, like, win a a really big tournament, you don't know what you're talking about. Or Mm. unless you beat so-and-so player, you don't Mm. know what you're talking about. And I don't think it's always about comparison. Like, experience goes a long way. And... The stuff that I've been through definitely can't necessarily be understood by everyone. Mm. So, yeah, you just have to give me a chance. You you have to Mm. give me some time because I think if a lot of players decided to give me some time and actually let me get my words across in the way that... Because sometimes it's just communication as well, especially when it's through text. It's not always easy to true, to yeah, understand yeah. how they mean something, what they're trying to get at. Right,
1: right. Um,
2: but if people just give me a chance to realise, I'm not, I'm not a bad guy, you know, mm. by a long shot. So,
1: mm. you know, and I do
2: have some really knowledgeable and sensible things
1: to say. Mm. It's really inter- that's really interesting. This, yeah, I can't imagine how Justin deals with his kind of like his peers. Well, I
2: think Justin. Um, Maybe has a lot more face time with the Americans because he's, That's in, America, true. he's yeah. in America. So right. there's more opportunity for players there to see him, mm. to actually you know, hear his interviews, to be around him. Mm. There's going to be other players who have met him and can mm. vouch for who he is and stuff like that. Mm. Whereas if people are talking about me in America, mm. there aren't as many players who've actually met me and spent time with right. me. So it's easier for there to be a general understanding that he's this kind of guy. Right, right. Just right. based on what some other guy said who probably doesn't know me either. Right. I mean I'm not perfect by a long shot but I think it's definitely rare for someone who's met me and knows me thoroughly and spent a lot of time with me to then turn around and say I don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to fighting games or Mm. you know everything I say is negative or I moan a lot or no I don't think you'd find anyone. It definitely shows that people who do think these things are Mm. people that haven't spent enough time following my work and Mm. looking at who I am as a person and what I'm doing and why I'm doing what I'm doing. Mm. Provides a little. It's just a little bit of a crack in you know my progress for me. It, right. it makes it hard for me to push on. Right. And there's a lot of pressure for me now as a player because the level mm. is that high. You know, yeah. everyone is really good. You go to a high level tournament. I mean, you look at Shadow Showdown. Yeah. You had players like Punko and, and Fudo not even making not, top yeah
1: not even top sixteen. So, yeah,
2: right. exactly. So way way far from yeah. there, from the crown. You know, really yeah. far out. It's just one of those things. I, I don't know if it's because I'm from the mm. UK. A lot of people say that it's only because I'm British. You mm. know, if I was from Japan, mm. if it, if my name, if everything was a same, I was a Sagat player, mm. Ryan Hart from Japan, mm. the reception i get would be a lot more, would be a lot warmer. Yeah, that's
1: really interesting. But because I'm from the, the yeah. United
2: Kingdom, people don't want to accept me for who I am or don't want to acknowledge my accolades and things like mm. that. And that's quite, that's quite painful, mm. yeah, to be judged based on location. Yeah, because like you it. put
1: so much time and too much effort into these things. Well, that's yeah.
2: the thing. I mean, a lot of the things I've done, a lot of the work I've done yeah. is from the late 90s you right know? so right. I mean we're talking about over a decade you know of success on fighting right. games and this is you know also traveling all over the world as well right. you know I've, I've, I've won tournaments in America I've won tournaments in Japan mm. you know I've won tournaments in countries that people haven't even you know placed in or done right. well in you know they've like right. lost in the first one of every tournament mm. so obviously I was a bit younger then I had mm. more time so My success rate is probably a lot higher based on that. Mm. But now, you know, it's a bit more difficult to commit the same amount of time. Mm. I still have the talent and the ability I do, I did have, Mm. but obviously juggling priorities around makes Mm. things a bit more difficult.
1: Are you, are you are you looking to be take more of a sp- spokesman role in the future like, as um, your, as I your don't time? know I don't know yet
2: Um. yeah I do think that I'll probably end up doing something like that because mm. it's quite a heavy commitment to always be playing and mm. you know I know that I don't want to play forever I know that I want to get into other things mm-hmm. because there's so many things I enjoy doing right. so you know maybe to not fall disconnect from the community completely to take some kind of Sort of community role, or right. where I'm around for the people more.
1: Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I think. I mean, I after speaking with you just now, like you speak Spanish, uh, German, Japanese. Uh... <laughs> well, I speak
2: Japanese
0: fluently. Yeah,
2: I know some words in in Spanish, and yeah. I, I speak a bit of German because I live yeah. there. But, um, yeah, so, you know, those yeah. others aren't fluent by a long so, shot. But, um, yeah. you know, having traveled around, you learn to yeah. pick up things here and there. So, I just know, it was like...
1: Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, you'll be really good as a community guy. You oh, can I communicate, see, yeah. Like, yeah with, I guess so. Yeah, yeah kind I understand of, some... Um, I've been following you for a while because you're a shoulder player. I'm a shoto player as well. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, let's talk about shoulder players. Who Kay. do you admire? Who do you like to watch? Show toes. Yeah. Showing your toes
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've got a friend in the UK Shout out to the prince But like yeah. he You know he said um, Why are they called show toes Because yeah. they show their toes yeah, They never wear shoes feet,
1: right, right? Yeah, yeah yeah They show their toes <laughs> Sorry sorry I had to get that one <laughs> No <laughs> um, Yeah like Yeah Any favourite show toes players That you like to watch Ryu players uh, uh,
2: Ryu players that are yeah. out there now There aren't that many From Tra- history, da- 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 Tra- history. Da- Oh okay from history Yeah I really used to like Inoue Ken, ah, a third strike player, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. he had an amazing Ken. Right. Not just because he you know he was and good. He used to was... play Ken,
1: right? Before you
2: yeah, used yeah, to Ryu, yeah. Right? Yeah. But scat- my, my Ken's too sick. We can't talk about my Ken. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um yeah, so in always Ken, he, he had a really slick Ken. Mm. Everything was on point. He was mm. sharp, precise, really aggressive, and mm. I, I loved I loved the way he played Ken.
1: Is that why you like Michael Tan so much now?
2: Not really, it's different. Michael Tan is a lot more passive because right. you have to be on SF4. So right. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's a different game, so yeah. different rules. No, Michael Tan isn't in the league I used to like, you know where it's Ken. Right. But it's, it's in less, slightly less. Right. But for the quality of gamers we have now, Michael Tan is an amazing Ken player. Right. Because he's such a rare character to see in high level play, right. You know, in tournaments anyway um it's a lot more appreciated
1: who would have thought ken would be <laughs> you know right who, <laughs> who
2: do you think who would have thought ken could be that good i mean mov's got a good ken as well yeah he's. Really i'm not serious, taking so. anything away from him yeah. but i can see that michael tan's putting a lot more time in the game mm. and you know he's he knows the matchups and mm. and that and
1: that shows mm. what about uh ryu players or sagat players so ryu players i because mean, you play super turbo as well right so
2: yeah daigo's ryu um, just for how consistent his game style right. is. I know he gets a lot of complaints. You know, your are is boring. You don't mm. do anything. You, people like to complain about Daigus Ryu. I've heard mm. a lot of stuff. But he's very consistent mm. and he's um, very solid. And mm. he has a strong mind because he's able to stick to a game plan. He'll stick to that game plan as long as he needs to. You get a lot of players that start out with a game plan. Mm. Okay, you know, I'm going to start out and I'm going to commit to doing infinite fireballs. Right. I'm going to commit to that. And this is going to be my strategy because I know he doesn't jump in that often. The guy will jump in at the beginning of the round and that person will eat a combo. Right. They'll completely abandon the strategy strategy they just just decided they were going to employ. Right. And the reason that's bad is it kind of changes your your learning curve because... Once you decide to employ a strategy, mm. you're employing it not just because you want to get the win, but you're employing it because you want to see how many different ways it can succeed or fail. Mm. Just having a jump in mm. is not enough of a deterrent mm. to completely abandon the strategy. right? Because there's different ranges you can use a strategy from, there's right. different positions you can do it from, there's different bonds you can use. Frequency. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. So there are there are different ways to employ a strategy, but people are too eager to... Find only one solution that works for everything and apply right. and apply that. But sometimes that's not available. Mm. Sometimes it is about mixing things up and looking right. at how you can apply something and where you should apply it and where you shouldn't and stuff mm. like that. So only once you've got a lot of experience using one strategy do you right. then know the ins and outs of when and where you can use it. Right. You know? So... For example, then after using it for a long time, you might know that, okay, I'm going to apply this strategy, but not from the beginning of the round.
1: Right, right, right.
2: Because he can get the jump and he's in that range. Right. So, you know, you'll like wait five seconds and then you'll start your tactic. Right, right. You don't always have to do something at the beginning of the round. Mm. Sometimes people feel, I need the likely, they've got to do something straight away. Mm -hmm. No. Sometimes the best thing is to do nothing. Do nothing. Let them fall into your trap, you know? Mm. And um, also, it's not good to give clues as to what you do mm. and um, it's very commonly known that a top player will memorize what you do at the beginning of a round yeah do you dash in do you jump right. back do you back dash do you block do you throw fireballs? You what short, does a top player do at the yeah. beginning of the round this is key yeah you know uh, when i played daigo i knew that he would fireball after right. like waiting a split second to see what i did right so i jumped in yeah. that split second is very important because that split second of analysis mm. is to look at what they're doing once you're comfortable they're doing once you're comfortable they are doing or not doing something you either want or don't want them to do right you make your move right, right. his move was fireball mm. the first point of it, the first attempt to take some chip damage right. to keep to to obtain the life lead right which i jumped and got a combo right. so it was a risk i took but because at the beginning of the run, they don't have meter or any ultra mm. or anything. It's not that much of a risk. It's not a, you know, it might, it's not necessarily around um, deciding risk. Right. I think sometimes people should look at you know looking at balancing up um, risk taking with right. what's on the screen, how much time is left, and what kind of elements they can
1: use for a comeback factor. Right. Right. So yeah, there's, all, there's all kinds of things. There. That's really interesting that you say you know that, um, that Umi him being strong because you basically summarise what I do wrong all the time. I decide on the strategy mm. I get jumped in and I abandon the strategy yeah. and that's why I fail yeah. on, basically you know it's
2: like I'm, I'm going to do this um, I'm going to use low forward yeah. I'm going to walk forward with crouching medium sweep and push him to the corner yeah. and they'll eat one level 2 focus yeah. and, and decide that that's not a good strategy anymore yeah. But it might be. It just you didn't got work. caught out once, yeah. or you know he read you right that time. Yeah, you're, it's not wrong to be read right. Yeah, it's never wrong to be. It's not necessarily wrong to mm. be read right. If he yeah. reads you, he's giving you a clue of how he thinks.
1: Yeah, you, you didn't do something wrong. He did something right. Yeah,
2: pretty much. exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. but what I'm what I'm getting at here is mm. if if your opponent reads what you're doing, yeah. he's also giving you a clue of how he thinks.
1: Right. That's, that's inside. Exactly. Inside right.
2: of giving. Inside of. Inside of giving him something, Mm. you take something too. Right. Okay? So after that, you see, oh, okay, he does focus here. Right. Obviously, nowadays on games, we should look at things like what he might think you're going to do next. Don't just go into, okay, I'm going to do a move that's two hits because he's out of focus. Mm. Because you should think that he might be aware of that. Mm. Sometimes what top players have have a a difficult time doing Mm. is being able to find out on what level they should take their opponent at because mm-hmm. is he someone who reads a few steps forward mm-hmm. or is he someone that's just going to continue doing the same thing until it's mm. you know tackled in the sense that this guy might not do a two hit like if you think okay this guy's only using focus so right. I'm going to do something that's two hits to break it Right. whether you do that to break it or not you have to consider what he's going to do after you've shown him he can't do that anymore
1: yeah will he stop or will he yeah. and it's all
2: about staying on top of the mind game like right. that so the next time he might try to um, keep his distance mm. He might try to do a quick move because mm. your two hit move, like if it's Ryu, and mm. you're going for solar plexus, it's yeah. quite slow. Yeah. So he might try to hit you out and get a counter here, right? Or if he's going to do a crouch, a low forward into a dragon, he might back that after the focus and right. bait you into it. So there's all different things you can look to expect from a player that knows what you might go for. Right. But it's about what you change and how you, you know. Um, Manipulate his game hmm. to to your into your favor. Your favor. So um, never feel discouraged when they guess right. Just right. know, okay, this is what he
1: does. This is what he knows. Right. Let's go with it. Since we've started talking, kind of like about game plans, how would you describe your playstyle, What's your defining traits? I think my play style is definitely
2: more aggressive. I mean, on any game, <laughs> <laughs> on any game, whether it be Tekken, King yeah. of Fighters, Street Fighter, yeah. I've always, always passionately enjoyed being aggressive. The reason for that is because when I first got into, you know, the depth of fighting games, right. what, what I enjoyed the most was, I love the music, I, I like the graphics, right. I, I even enjoy some of the characters, you know, they're funny, they have funny phrases or their moves look cool or whatever, right. but what I enjoyed the most is the mind games. Mm. The mind games that go into what make these battles fun for mm. me. couldn't wait to kind of lock horns, so to speak kind of mm. get near and start to mix up mm, mm. the minds oh, know, start to get into. The, yeah. yeah I love the close combat yeah. because that was where we were thinking that was where we were doing all the thinking yeah. you know, that was where we were exercising our minds, that, that was the stimulation right. when we were both at the back of the screen it wasn't that fun for me Right. You so know? why
1: do you play projectile characters? Mostly? Well,
2: now Street Fighter 4 is one of those games where you can't just run in.
1: Right. That's I right. mean,
2: games have changed now. It's not like King of Fighters where you have a roll, where you have a right. run, where you have teleports, you right. know? I mean, now it's about being safe. Right. Now it's about picking the right moment to do certain things. Right. I mean, although Ryu is a projectile character, mm-hmm. he's very he's very much a character that gets stuck in. Right. Sagat being a zoner, yeah. I, I also... had I was, blocks, right? I, w- yeah. I was in two minds. I was in two minds about going back to maining Sagat before. Yeah. Because... He is quite dry. Yeah. I do find him quite dry sometimes, even to play with. But I didn't go with Ryu because Ryu hadn't changed enough for me to consider him. Right. Um, I've been using him all throughout Super and um, for, you know, a tiny, tiny bit on AE. Mm. And then 2012 comes out and they've given him next to nothing new, you know? And it's like, well, I don't want to do all that again. It was kind of getting boring as it was, you know? Now new games come out and he's still the same. I want to use someone else. Right. Um rather than go to right back to the drawing board, I thought I'd pick up someone who I know well. Yeah. And oh and at that time it was already like at a point where people was, well, you know, were starting to say, hang on, maybe your Saga's like kinda of better than your Ryu. Yeah. You know? So if I picked him up for 2012, maybe I could work out some stuff and I, you know, made some some of my own original setups and mm. kind of looked at what I could do different to other Sagats mm. and um, made him my main. But from base, you know, from my, my, my fine game personality is right. very much a, a aggressive. of an aggressive nature. Right, right. And it's because I like getting close to use mind games and mix-ups. That's my That's the fun for me.
1: Let's talk about sponsorship. I might be wrong here, but you're the first fighting game player to get sponsored yeah. in history, right? Yeah. So can you talk a bit about like your history of sponsorship and?
2: Um, my first ever sponsorship for fighting games dates back to nineteen ninety eight. Nineteen ninety eight. Nineteen
1: ninety seven. Wow. <laughs> nineteen ninety seven. <1997. laughs> and
2: uh, oh. I was sponsored by Namco directly, um, so it's kind of like a Daigo Madcatz thing now. Yeah, yeah. Where they want their products to get out there, and they'll yeah, kind of yeah. This for Tekken, on. right? Yeah. 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 Um, At the time we used to play in Namco, an arcade, a really big arcade in central London in Piccadilly Circus on Great Wilmore Street called Namco Wonder Park. And Namco Wonder Park was the place to be if you played fighting games because they had everything, they was out or whatever. They would always get everything in really, really soon. And at that time they had, I think it was Virtua Fighter 3, like the latest one. Tekken 3 was the latest Tekken. King of Fighters 97 or 98. And I was the champion of all three, so Namco thought it'd be a good idea if they employ if they sponsored me mm. to be their kind of breadwinner. <laughs> <laughs> so what they'd do is they'd give me free credits, sit right. me down on the machine, and because I was the best at right. the time, I would. Beat everyone, and that would encourage people to play more because they want to beat me. But not only that, because mm. I won so quickly, right. they would make money faster. Right, <laughs> and uh, cool. so they they sat me on the machine, and and you know they'd pay. I'd never have to pay anything. They paid for my travel. Mm. They paid for my monthly travel to get like a you know a travel card from all zones that covered right. me from my house to the arcade and right. back. And they'd pay for my dinner. You know, like the um, community manager at the time called um, something different. It wasn't called community manager back then. It didn't have forums or anything. But yeah, that guy <laughs> would uh, take me out to dinner. He would, um, you know, make sure I was fed. Sounds really so romantic. Was, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sure his wife thought he was having an affair. Yeah. So, yeah. so every day he would have to show up at right. a certain time where he would meet me and take right. me to dinner. Take you to dinner. Wherever I wanted to eat. Wow. Well wherever you wanted to eat more or less i mean if i said let's eat here it would be where we ate you know awesome so no it was pretty cool i didn't really understand it at the time It was like why me you know because yeah. <laughs> there were so many good players sorry how
1: old were you at that time
2: i was uh 18 18 wow yeah, 17 like... or 18 so it was pretty young
1: yeah
2: and um i was way too young to be getting these like all these things i think so after namco namco got me involved with logitech and logitech became my next sponsor sponsored me I used to get like equipment and you know and things like that so my first sponsorship with namco is kind of like what you get nowadays but on a lower Mm -hmm. scale you know instead of getting world travel it was like Domestic yeah, it's like domestic local travel, travel yeah. Instead of getting, like, your, you know, your meals paid or whatever You got, yeah. like, a burger or you know, take it to a restaurant or whatever
1: But hey, pretty good for 18 years. No, totally, I, totally, yeah. I loved
2: it I mean, I used to get other things as well Just every now and again It wasn't kind of part of the package, but it used to happen Pretty rough in the fact that, like, I had to win You know, now, I think, you know, you're not dropped if you lose a tournament But then it was like, you had to win everything
1: Wow, that's You know, nice.
2: yeah, you, you, I was the champion of all three And you, you had to, I had to win all three Like, so, yeah, so, um that was probably that was their selling point, you know, their marketing. Oh, this is the guy who wins all three. Wins
1: all
0: three, yeah.
2: Yeah, and then after that, Logitech. So yeah, and then in 1999, um, Namco like invited me to this world tournament, um, and I won it. And I didn't even know I was going to win it. They were just right. like, "Yeah, you can you can play." Yeah, right. And then I won it, and it was like, oh, I'm a champion. It was the weirdest thing. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Everything happened so quickly back then. At least it feels like it did now. Yeah. A lot of the things weren't planned. It was just, right. you know, I would get a call, and the call would be like, can you be ready in an hour? And mm. someone would come pick me up, and I'd just be there in two hours. And all mm. of a sudden, my life from being at home in front of the TV was now I'm in front of this, um, you yeah. know, <laughs> PlayStation, mm. and I'm in the grand final, you know? It was mm. so kind so of cool. surreal. Um, that was how it was then, the sponsorship, mm. you know? It was really low-key, and it was just for certain special favorites, and and and, and you had to really work for for everything you could like give to the sponsor.
1: So then you were with Logitech, and then still with Namco, how, when, how long did that last? Well,
2: yeah, basically, uh, Logitech decided to do their own thing. Right. They had me just separately to Namco. Right. The guy who was uh, kind of my coach at the time, right. I used to call him my coach, he kind of moved on to other things. That was when my sponsorship with Namco disappeared, because he... Then I think I think either he quit the company or he started his own thing. Yeah, I think he quit his company and started his own thing, and that thing concerned Logitech. So I then became a ah, by Logitech, I see, I see, I see. and they picked me up, and um, and then that was yeah that lasted for a year I think. Oh uh, yeah, so right. Maybe a bit more because it wasn't contract work. It was until we need you. <laughs> you <know? laughs> it, you sign anything. Side. Yeah, it was just like well you're our man until yeah. you find someone better, kind of thing. Sort of Starship Troopers esque, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? oh, man,
1: of course, definitely. you don't get
2: killed in the gaming field, but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, and 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 that was that was like my first sponsorship. I mean, it was really weird, but um, that was how it was. And you know, back in those days, it wasn't like now where you have multiple champions. Like right. I was, I mean, I was the only guy kind of winning on more than one game. Right. You know, there was no one who won who was a champion on more than one game. Mm. Um, you know, now it's pretty common. You've got, like, Justin Ward, mm. you've got Tokido. Mm. Um, you've got, you know, you've got a few players who are really good at multiple games. But mm. back then, at least, I don't know, until well into, like, you know, the, the noughties, I mm. mean, you didn't have anyone who mm. could, could really, like, you know, hold their own on, on more than game. Like, yeah. There were people that dabbled, but no one was, like, Controlling things on, on any games, you know, that was another thing that made me quite different to everyone else. Of course, I didn't win every tournament. You know, there'll be times mm. I lost. In the grand, I lost the grand finals on the King of Fighters ninety eight to this um, Chinese guy who'd come over for for a mm. holiday. So I was still the people's champion, but I wasn't the the real champion because <laughs> you know this, yeah, yeah. The, this Chinese guy, who was called Terence. He was like the best King of Fighters player I'd ever seen. He may even still be to this day. You know, he was that good. And um, and he came over to study English for a while. And that was it, boy. Eh? No more championship. Like <laughs> I was in town, right? that I was too sick. So, wow. yeah, you know, but it was good because I learned. You know, right. I got to learn. And um, at the time, I had some beef with the French champion.
1: I said the first time you've ever experienced somebody who was like an, at another level? Wow,
2: that guy isn't the first... It isn't the first time, no. Because the first time I ever experienced a level that was unreal yeah. has got to be when... I went to Japan first um, time I ever went to Japan, and that was in 1998. First time I didn't speak any Japanese, and I went to Japan because there was I was champion of another game called <laughs> Air Guides, and oh, it's like okay. this um cross like Namco and uh, SquareSoft when it was still called right. SquareSoft back in the day. Right. Done this fighting game, yeah. which was like a kind of Power Stone type. Top right. down fighting game where you kinda so, yeah. hide behind crates and shoot and stuff yeah. like that and they had this cast of characters and right. and they had a, a championship for this game. And I wandered into an arcade and saw this massive yellow sign saying, you know, win free trip to Japan. Of course I was really interested, so I read more and it said, you know, we're gonna have a tournament this weekend and the winner will get to go to Japan to represent the UK in the world final. So I you know, I look at this game and I look at the machine, there was no it was like during the middle of the day, there's yeah. no one there. I'm like, wow, look at this game. I don't know anything about it. Because you know, <laughs> I'm looking at it, I'm like, well, if it's a bit like Street Fighter, maybe I can. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll be able to just find a character that's like Ryu or yeah, someone yeah. I know and yeah. be able to play it. It just looks so different. I'm like, how am I ever going to get any good at this?
1: On, on a related note, didn't you get Toppy at Skullgirls the first time you ever played
2: it? Yeah, it was the first time I ever played it.
1: <laughs> I, I heard a story someone told me that Reinhardt asked me which character had SPD. And I, he picked that character and he got toppied. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, yeah, I'll come back to the air
0: guy story. So <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, but yeah. No, 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 I'll come back to the air guy yeah, story. Yeah. So
2: basically Skullgirls...
0: Yeah.
2: I don't know Ali on Facebook, you yeah. know, Ali came on and he was like, or is it Soul, one of the guys, one yeah, of the yeah. brothers came on and said, "Yeah, um you want to enter Skull? What games do you want to enter?" Yeah. yeah. And it was like I gave a list of games, and he's like, "Do you want to end the Skullgirls?" I was like, "All right." Yeah. And I was, out, and then a few day or day or two after, I thought, "You know what? I should really focus on yeah. on the games I can win. I, I don't want to, you know, waste any time." And then I got some tweets, yeah. like, "Hey Ryan Hart, oh, we're so looking forward to watching you play Skullgirls. I can't wait." Blah. So I'm like, "Oh man, <laughs> no. okay. I better not like back out now." So. Yeah. I, I, I know the game's relatively new, yep. so I thought, well, you know, no one's going to be that good. Let me just see what happens. So I went down there, and then, you know, I, I was, I mean, I'll be honest, I was dreading yeah. playing Skullgirls. <laughs> like, I was trying to avoid even going around the area, and then, yeah. lo and behold, after a while, I was like, Ryan Hart to Skullgirls area over there, you know? Mm. Okay, so I go, and I'm like, oh, man, what am I going to do? And I, and I really like grab characters. Yeah. I mean, if you look at my King of Fighters history, yeah. I use a lot of characters with special right. grabs, you know, and I'm pretty good at using them. And, like, I was like, you know, um, which character has a special grab? (laughs) Because I know how to get close. (laughs) So if I can use a special grab, maybe I can do some damage. So I went over there and I was just like... Yeah, um, do you know who has a, a special friend? And they were all so nice. Yeah. They were all so nice and accommodating. Yeah, you know, pick this character, and if you do that, it does that. Mm. And if you do that, it does an anti-air. And yeah. they just gave me a whole strategy. They yeah. like, are like, you know, do this, go on. You know, you can anti-air with this move, and, you yeah. know, you can get close by using that. And I was like, okay. So, oh, no, no, actually, they didn't tell me what gets close. They just yeah. told me that what a special grab was and yeah. what the air special grab right, was. Right. So I knew that. You know, right. if someone jumps in, I can do that. Yeah. Stay on the ground, I can do that. So I had a little mix-up and I had to work out everything else in the matches, in the actual tournament matches to teach myself how to apply it. And and that was it really. Once I, you know, got there, I mean, if you look at my top eight match, you see I don't actually know much about <laughs> the game. But, you know, the matches leading up to that, I did look a lot better than I did there. That was really embarrassing after play on stream. I was like... I realised that I'm on top eight, and now I've got to play on stream, and it's so <laughs> embarrassing. I'm not good at all, and it, obviously, once you hear that, like, oh, Ryan Hartman top eight is on stream. Okay, we've got to watch this. <laughs> you know, this is such an anti-climax. I am gonna, I am gonna pick up the game. Like I, even before Shelly, I decided I like, would yeah. play the game. Sculpting's so here. I'll start, I'll start playing now.
1: Yeah. But yeah, no, that was uh, that was that was good. Yeah, yeah. I just thought that was hilarious. He was just like, oh, he he just asked which character has a power driver. Tommy.
2: But a good little story. Yeah. So yeah, so back to the air guide story. Yeah. You know, I wanted to find a character that I could understand that could you know yeah. could help me gain to help me. I wanted a character that could connect my basics with other fighting games and helped me understand the system of the new game. Didn't find one. (laughs) I tried, I think, I don't know what her name was, Yuko or something, she had a yo-yo. Or maybe she was called Yo-Yo actually. (laughs) Yeah, it was this Japanese girl. who had a yo-yo, anyway. Tried using her, it didn't really work out. But my worry was that there there would already be so many good players. How on earth am I gonna be able to get good enough in three days, because it was in three days, Mm. to win this trip? I waited till the evening because I thought good players would come in the evening. No right. one really came. You know, it didn't seem like it was that popular. I got a friend down to train with me, you know, mm. a friend that also was a really good Street Fighter player, his name is Prince Hattin. And uh, I was like, Hattin, you know, what should we do? Like well, who can we pick? And he was like, why don't we pick this guy? And he mm. picks Cloud, because mm. Cloud from Final Fantasy was in the game as well.
1: Cloud was in the game, wow. Cloud
2: was in the game, the dog from Final Fantasy was in the game as well. Red 13 or something? Yeah. 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 So there was a few characters in there because it was a cross, right. you know. It was ah, like, like, right. one of the first crossover fighting games, actually, right, now right. that I think about it. He picks Cloud. And then I start using yo-yo, you know? Yeah. And I realized that I can't block. What? There's a block button, yeah. but you can't block the sword because it's a sword.
1: Oh, so, so weird. this
2: guy's chopping my energy down and there's nothing I can do about it. I'm like, that character's so broken. I've got a new character. <laughs> and, I, and I lose that credit. I go straight to cloud and we just start hacking and slashing away. It's hilarious. <laughs> And 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 that became our ta- our character, you know. And we yeah. both like let's enter this tournament and just yeah. like pick cloud. He's obviously broken. Let's just do that. <laughs> <laughs> so we both get to the we both go to this tournament. Yeah. Not many people came, to be honest. Yeah. It, it was a, a championship, but it wasn't that many players there at all. Yeah. So um, I somehow get to my friend lost. I don't know who he lost to, but you know, Hatim lost someone, and then yeah. I got to the grand final against the uh, the dog.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and when you fight the dog, you can't block the bite. Because <laughs> it's like his teeth and they're sharp and they bite your skin or whatever. Yeah. You're trying to block it. They, they, they thought about how they could make it sort of realistic. Realistic, yeah, yeah. yeah. This guy beats me like two rounds, his yeah. first of three rounds, one game. It was one game. <laughs> a trip to Japan was all based on one, one game, game yeah. SBO style, you know. Yeah. And this guy, this was using his dog and he bite, and this guy doesn't play games.
1: Yeah, doesn't you know, you me. could see he
2: didn't even have any love for games at yeah. all. He just wanted a trip to Japan. He yeah. came down his lunch hour, business yeah. guy in a suit and tie. right? And, you know, the, you just by the way he talked about games, he didn't care about, you know, like playing it afterwards and he didn't care about like he didn't play any other fighting games and you could see he didn't have any probably couldn't do a fireball he had no talent he didn't seem to have any ability because this was just hack and slash
1: yeah yeah.
2: he was well happy you know he had this dog and he did the grand finals, beating down this little punk next to him and he had everything going his way and i don't know one thing happened in the round like he hit a crate or something and i just got the jump on him and and i managed to come back that round and I beat him, and yeah. I ended up winning, like, 3-2 really tight. And I, I'd, so I, I've, I've won this trip, you know, yeah. and I've actually won this tournament. <laughs> it's hilarious. I'm now the champion of this game I know nothing about. <laughs> so they sent me to Japan. Right. And this is seriously, like, just pretty, just feeding me to the walls. Man. Like, <laughs> oh, my, oh, my, it was so bad. But I actually built up quite a reputation in Japan, right. which I didn't know about at the time. Oh, that's really just interesting. purely based on Japanese people who had visited London to, right. to, to study for holidays and right. stuff like that. And they had met me there, and they had always said, you know, hey, Ryan, if you ever get a chance to come to Japan, you know, mm-hmm. come along, and here's my details. And mm-hmm. I'd always take everyone's details, but mm-hmm. I always thought, yeah, I'll never get to go to Japan. Well, mm-hmm. me? Never. Not in a mm. million years you know? <laughs> And here I am, like, in Tokyo. You know? yeah. It's so
1: weird. Thanks to Cloud. <laughs> I know, right?
2: <laughs> That's the sword, the cheap sword. <laughs> Um, and the agenda was that I arrive on Friday, yeah. stay on Saturday for the tournament, leave right. on Sunday. I mean, and I've never been. I think like when I went to Japan, it was the first time I'd ever been on a plane, and that was a pretty short agenda. <laughs> Considering <laughs> yeah. I've never been to Japan, it was kind of like a dream of mine to right. go. Now I'm going to be gone in two days. It was like, no, this can't happen. Yeah. Anyway, I went to the tournament. And um, I was pretty semi-confident at the time. Yes. But they had a cabinet in the dressing room because there, right. there was a makeup room where you right. just kind of get ready a to go makeup
0: room, There was also. a whole
2: makeup room. There were, were makeup artists and you also, have to wear these clothes. And yeah, there was all these things there. Yeah. You have to sit down for half an hour in front of the mirror and let them fix you up.
0: It's, and then there
2: was a practice cabinet. So go on and practice your little combos. And of course, everyone starts playing verses. Yeah. And in terms of how far world championships go, this is probably the most realistic world championship that I've ever been to because right. they had... They had someone from oh actually well no oh, actually no it wasn't that realistic to be honest yeah. because they had asian countries and they had me from the uk Yep. <laughs> so they had japan korea right. china they had um a couple of other countries and then they just had me and that was a bit crap they didn't have anyone from america oh right. did they no they didn't have anyone from america they didn't right. have anyone from south america uh, you know no one from like russia or any anywhere so it was pretty bad in that sense But anyway, so I'm there, this world championship. In the practice room on the cabinet, I decided to play this guy. They're all playing versus. So I jump on and the first thing that he does is parry my sword.
0: What? The first button
2: I press gets parried and I just eat some fat combo. And all of a sudden, I realize the game's got parries. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the world final, and I didn't even know this. And this guy just did it as if it was obvious. You know, it was right. like, yeah, don't you know? Well, what do you mean? Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I felt so bad because right. it was like, wow, I'm not. I haven't got a chance. Yeah. I haven't got. And obviously, you beat me easily. Yeah. And, you know. And so basically, against these things that you can't block, you parry. Yeah. That's the system oh, of the game. Right, you know, right. these that things sense. that you can't block are always slow. Ah, right. So the sword is yes. actually quite slow. Yeah. But because you can't block it, yeah. it doesn't matter. Just parry it just feels you. fast. Right. When yeah. you can't block it, I mean. Right, right, yeah. But because it's slow, yeah. to su- to the trained eye that can parry, there's yeah. nothing. Right. And this guy just parried everything. <laughs> and he, he did, I, I don't know if it's only, the, if, if maybe only certain characters can parry, I just can't right. remember now. But yeah, you know, he parried me away and... And I watched them play each other and it was it was phenomenal, man. These guys were really experts. Um to cut a long story short, the guy from Osaka won it. He right. came down, they called him up and he was in bed. They're like, Aren't you coming? Oh, it's today. <laughs> and this guy, no, serious, this guy wakes up, gets on the fastest yeah. train, just comes down wearing like almost like his pajamas, basically. <laughs> and and this guy was hilarious. Like he won the thing. Mm. He won the whole tournament. <laughs> and um at the end of the tournament, everyone has to give a little speech. You right. know, so I had my translator there and the Korean guy. The Korean guy was the most profound. He said something like at the moment, the fight Japanese all, yeah. are dominant at all right. fighting games. But one day, Korea will take over. will be yeah, yeah. will will take over. And then shortly after that, we had the the surgeons of yeah. of of Koreans destroying yeah, the yeah. Japanese at Tekken Tag. Right, and, right, right. You know, and then we had like um, I think Korea were, were beating them at some other game, and then. You know, we had like Pumko doing stuff in, you know, against the Japanese and, and infiltration. But I mean, it was such a profound thing to say, especially as it happened quite soon afterwards. Because right. I think the Korean guy lost in the grand final, but it was really close. It was like really, really close. So, yeah, you know, for him to come out with that, and he really seemed like he knew what he was talking about. It was like some prophet, you know. The <laughs> <laughs> he came out so bold on stage. And, he was
1: like Elijah.
2: <laughs> I know, right? And then, like, when he said that, all the Japanese did
1: their.
2: And it was a moment. It was a moment to just think you know yeah. like okay that's kind of deep
1: okay yeah. so oh, well, when are you going to do that at, at, at like an event like europe is gonna it's gonna uh, take, over? take
2: over oh we got some work to do for that right. yeah we
1: got some work to do
2: i can't actually remember i've really gone off on a long on a train day. here but i don't remember what your original question was
1: it Was about your history or sponse- sponsor? oh so it's, like it's
2: kind of relevant yeah, yeah but so <laughs>
1: but yeah i mean uh, from yeah. another question i have is uh-huh. that kind of like i kind of Get the sense that esports in europe is kind of at a high level compared to a lot of other communities esports and sponsorships and things like that um well yeah. that's
2: because that's because esports has been around for a lot longer than fighting games realized you know it's not been it didn't it didn't begin with with, with sponsored street fighter players been around for a long long time so a lot of the um esports teams that are around now have been doing it for years they've started incorporating fighting games and now we mm. know about it Mm. So in Europe, yeah, it's a lot more developed because that's how long it's been around for. And I think in America, it's like
1: yeah, it's like a step behind, or even yeah. Japan, right? Yeah,
2: oh, Japan is way behind. Yeah, so that's yeah. really Ameri- interesting. America, Europe, then America behind Europe, and then yeah. Japan and Korea behind. Well, no, Korea, Koreans are catching up. Quick no, 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 no. Korea has been around because All obviously right. StarCraft, Starcraft yeah. so they, they 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 know they're in the loop, kind of thing. But right. they're only in the loop for certain and own games. Um, but yeah, I think Japan is probably trailing the farthest. But they're all so like getting into it now. Yeah. But then then again, I mean, these PC games aren't that popular in Japan, and that's why mm. they're not so involved, you know, because mm. it hasn't really been as relevant for them,
1: you know. Yeah, so uh, what other things do you like to do? Okay, well, have you do you follow uh, football? um
2: no No. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i like football i just right. don't follow it i don't spend enough time on the ground to really right. follow football um right. but no i do like football i like manu um, you like manu
1: do you know what just happened like yes no uh, no okay maybe i shouldn't spoil it for you Did okay um did you want me to spoil it for yeah. you yeah Okay, well, basically, you know, Manu and Man City are tied in, in points, yeah, right? Yeah. So it came on the last game of the season. Uh-huh. Uh Man City is ahead on goal difference. Okay. Uh, Manu won their game, right? Okay. So Man City is down like one-two,
2: uh-huh.
1: and the team they're playing, uh, they scored an equalizer in like the in like the ninetieth minute, and then really? all the sorry, they they're two they're they're behind two goals, mm-hmm. and all the Manu fans are like celebrating everything, right? Ah, okay. So in the in the basically, they scored two goals in the last four minutes in the oh, ninety-fourth wow. minute, Absolutely. and they scored and they ran crazy and.
2: Okay, I didn't know that. I'm not a real fan. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known that. That's too epic. <laughs> it's far too epic not to have known.
1: Yeah. So yeah, that was that was freaking epic. That, oh wow! That, that oh, was have, so, like
2: catch highlights or something. Yeah.
1: Cool. So, but yeah. So um. Okay,
2: I was too busy ri- riding Tiger Airways <laughs>
1: yeah. to know about that. R- riding the the turbulence. So, know. uh, yeah. So. Um, you're you're basically, as you mentioned before, one of the few um, Top players that can play different games at a high level. Yeah. What sort of training regimen do you do to maintain that that, that, that level?
2: Um, well, there's two things right. One is what I want to play right and one is what I should play. And that's the battle that goes on for me at home because there's times where I know that I should be training on KOF because I'm better. I'm not as good at that, right. for example, if that's the game. Right. And I shouldn't play Street Fighter Cross Tekken because I'm already better at that. And the right. tournament for KOF is coming up, whereas the tournament for Street Fighter Cross Tekken isn't coming up. Sometimes I have to follow my heart, like. There's there's a there's a setup I really want to practice, mm. or there's there's a character I really want to learn, and mm. it gets quite difficult to um, balance everything and juggle things fairly mm-hmm. if you want to maintain your maximum capacity on every game. So you have to kind of set, you know, a, kind of make a timetable, you right? Know, kind of to make a timetable of, you know, how long you want to play a certain game. Sometimes it overruns a bit because you're still in the right. flow of what you're doing. But, yeah, you basically set a timetable and you have a, a time frame of how long you play each game. And um, you have uh, milestones you want to reach for each right. game as well.
1: Is there any, like, things that you do... Uh, for example, I noticed that your character selection is pretty consistent. You always pick, like, main characters, like, you mm. in the Ryu. In, in the Street Fighter series, you pick the Mishimas. In mm. the Tekken series, does that help you kind of, like... M- Streamline your training for the games. Um, one thing that people
2: don't know is yeah. I'm always a multi-character player. Right. There's no game where I can only use one character unless I, it's a game I don't care about. Right. Every game that I like or I'm passionate about, I'm, I can always use multiple characters. Ah, interesting. So on Street Fighter, I can use like maybe te- uh, twenty half of, half or more half of the, the cast, cast um, right. to at least to a good level. On on King of Fighters the same, and on Tekken the same too. Now with Tekken Six, I never really cared about it, so I didn't really learn any other characters. But every Tekken before that, I've been able to use. Lots of characters taking five right. you know i could use um almost everyone Taken mm. taken tag i could use almost everyone as well mm. and it's only because eventual results will show me that mm. i'm doing a lot better with some characters than others and they'll right. end up becoming my main character but it was never the initial intention i never started out as a tekken player wanting to main mishimas never yeah, never right. did on tekken 3 my main was like Paul. um you know when when tekken tag first came my main was anna and nina all right. the people that know that and after that it was king and armor king so only later on when after i've explored almost all the cast i like at least when i realized hey you know these guys are i'm kind of doing well with them mm. you know and if a tournament's coming up, why would you not pick them? Mm-hmm. You know, if you're doing the best with them, why would you pick the team you're not as good with? On Street Fighter, I also use multiple characters too. You know, mm-hmm. I use Yan, T-Hawk. use Oni, I use Guile, uh, right. I, right. I use Ken, uh, Fei Long. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, lo- lots of characters. So basically, the thing is about that is Street Fighter has so many matchups you got to learn. That is true, yeah. So I kind of can't afford to just be here and there. Like, I have to fix... My attention on one character, learn the matchups, mm. and then kind of stick with it. It's gotten so deep now that you kind of can't really mess about in the same way you used to be able to. Yeah. Because before, like, you just knew the fundamentals of every... Like, you knew how each character fought. Yeah. So you could almost devise a strategy against them with anyone. Yeah. But now, it's so deep, isn't it? Like, yeah. to know what option selection you can use, to like- know if This hits their backdash to know if, yeah, you know, what move beats what on wake up. Like, it, there's, there's, there's up too, so much to know now, like in, it's not so generic anymore. Yeah, like know, in vanilla, there were like general. 16
1: characters, so mm. if you could play two characters, that's what 30 matchups to mm. learn. But mm. in in, in uh, AE 2012, mm. it's like you have to, if you play two characters, you gotta learn like 60 yeah. matchups. It's crazy. Yeah.
2: Yeah. If I was from Japan, maybe, mm. but I'm not. I'm from Europe. Mm. And in Europe, we don't have a player that uses everyone. Just like mm. the last time I lost to Evil Ryu, and we yeah. don't have a single Evil Ryu player that mm. plays. And even if we did, would he be as good? You know, there's so many yeah, things, right? So, many so, I mean, when you're trying to learn matchups, you really have to focus on these things as well. You have to look at... I mean, every community suffers from lack of players or lack of characters. So right. we always have to look at like what we can get with our main characters and what we know, what we can learn about the matchups we don't know as well, you know. And uh, that needs to be a focus now, especially for anyone wanting to go to international tournaments because there'll definitely be that T-Hawk player you've never seen. You know, (laughs) there'll be that, you know, I mean, so it's just, I don't know, man, it's one of those things.
1: So, yeah, um, what do you think of the new virtual Fighter? How epic, what's your favourite moment of SS? For me, it has kind of, like, no, it kind of has to be that, Food, the uh, food <laughs> <laughs> That
2: was epic. <laughs> my, 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 most epic moment. Yeah. And people don't really remember, I think, yeah. but my comeback against Mike.
1: Um, which Mike?
2: Uh, there was only one Mike in the losers' final.
1: Yeah. My comeback oh, against Michael him.
2: No, no, in in, BF. in BF.
1: Oh, Vf. Yeah, sorry, Iron yeah. Mike. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, BF. against Iron Mike. Yeah. yeah.
2: My comeback against Iron Mike. Yeah. Was the best thing because I don't know if people realize, but he was one game up. Yeah. Two round, one game, and two rounds up. Yeah, and on the final round, he had a full bar, and I had nearly nothing. <laughs> yeah, and I came back to win that round and win the whole like best of three set. Of three set so yeah. that that is way better than just it's one good. moment where um, Fudo rings me out from yeah, drinking. Yeah. That no, that that's that, comedy more,
1: more. Yeah, that's
2: just fun. That's just yeah. funny. But yeah. like in terms of like quality and yeah. like skill and mind games, that. nothing's better than that like if I mean what people don't know about me versus Fudo is I was never planning to win that I wasn't going into it like I'm going to beat this guy. Right. It was always going to be this is Fudo's free tournament. Right. I, I said before the tournament that this is free lunch for Fudo. The whole VF thing at Shadow is just free lunch for Fudo because right. he's that much better than everyone else. It was the first time I had ever played Final Showdown. The fact that I got to the grand final he's pretty, is is good, and I don't think I deserve to be mocked, yeah. you know, just because he rang me up because he was going to win however he wanted to. That's cool. I, I mean, I'm really happy to lose to Fudo for for that because he's mm. a, a master of VF, and I respect him <laughs> as mm. a, you know a, for his skill on VF. And I haven't for any time to the game at all.
1: Yes, yeah, I mean speaking of multi-game champions, how can somebody be like a Virtual Fighter champion, an Evil Champion for Street Fighter? That seems well. Once you're the once possible. you're a champion of
2: EBF, you can be you can be a champion in any game.
0: Right. VF, so, VF, yeah, the VF trains train. you
2: for life. <laughs> v, VF's, VF's the uncle that bullies you. Like he'll train you for life. Like I swear, like. Yeah, nah you know VF trains you for life yeah v- VF is that game that, that just the, sets you up for
1: anything the mo- the model or on the cover of VF if you can Chainsaw if you
2: like because some people will try VF and it's too hard for them but if you're one of those players that can play VF and be successfully good at VF there's no fine fine game you can't play that's just how good that game is like it will it will set your mind up to understand how mind games are supposed to work it's just that's how it is man this is I don't know there's no other way I can explain it mm. you know you ask anyone that not just anyone that understands the game. Mm because that's, 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 that's not what I'm talking about. Mm. You ask anyone that is actually good at Master the game as well. Right? Yeah, yeah. you that you have to be good. Yeah. It sounds really elitist, but yeah. I think to know what you're talking about in that sense, you have to have experienced it. A lot of people understand, but unless you've experienced it, there's only so far you can say. It. There's only so far you can go with, right. what, with, with how you express because um, a lot of it is from the feeling. So right. if you haven't felt... If you haven't felt what it's like to be outguessed on a high level that you understand or to outguess someone on that high level as well and right. consistently play like that, yeah, it's not something you can just know about because someone told you or you've seen it or you understand the game. Like right. You have to live it.
1: So I've heard that the new Virtual Fighter, they've simplified a lot of the system. So do you think it's lost a bit of... You know, it might have. I don't know
2: yet because I haven't put time into it. Right. It was
1: basically your first time playing the game, right?
2: And I'm afraid that it might have. When I played it the other time, like mm. I was like, meh. It's so, it's so simple now. It's so, e- yeah, it yeah. feels so, like it's so easy for him to get close and do big damage. Whereas before it, like, cause another, the a problem I have is someone somewhere decided that games needed to all have massive combos.
1: Yeah. Who decided that? Yeah.
2: I don't know where <laughs> that came from. <laughs> you know, a, a game of chess is never about taking five pieces at once. Yeah. You take one piece at a time and you work your way through the opponent. So I don't know why games needed to be anything different. It's almost like now we have to have this system that makes everything quick. Mm. Let's ring him out. You know, let's put him against the wall and do a hundred hit combo. Like, I I don't understand why you'd want to end it quickly if it's an enjoyable experience. Yeah, you want
1: to prolong it, right?
2: If it was an enjoy yeah, if it's an enjoyable experience, if it's fun, yeah. People say games are fun, but if it was fun, why do you want it to end so quickly? You know, I don't get it. So is
1: that kind of why you Marvel is one of the games that you don't
2: play? No, it definitely isn't. I'd love to get into Marvel and just rob everyone. I really would, (laughs) but I just don't have the time to be honest. Marvel is sick, like you know. But my friends tell me, like you know, Marvel is really easy to want to quit. Oh, yeah. I, have, know? I know exactly and, and, yeah, what they mean. and and and, and okay. Zach told me that. And um, It's the most salt and using game. Of- that boy, oh, my days. <laughs> my days. So yeah. I, remember, I remember this one time where I think I just lost... Uh, well, no, not, not, I don't play Marvel, but... Yeah. I just lost some tournament. Yeah. I think it was Street Fighter I was Tekken. And I went to buy a hamburger or something, yeah. and, my, and my friend was like... I went to buy a hamburger, and I went, man, this is well salty. And he went, yeah. no, it's just because you lost. Yeah. The burger, yeah, you yeah, know? Because yeah. he tried and He says, it's yeah. not soy at all. It's just because <laughs> you're <laughs> But if I played Marvel, I don't think I'd be able to eat anything after that. But, <laughs> oh, damn. But no, I do want to get into Marvel because it is, you know, it's such a hype game, right? Yeah, yeah it, it is. is just, I want to be involved. Like, that's, I feel so, like, left out. Yeah. You know? I want to be part of that. That's just too hype, man. Yeah. I mean, I've never... I don't think I've ever wanted to play a game just because it's hype, but that is one game that gets my vote, man. You? Yeah, I mean, that was the game, that's the game of the tournament, every tournament now.
1: Yeah,
2: pretty right. much. Evo, shadowloo um, you know, like everything I go to is Marvel is the game. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're only having that SBO.
0: Yeah. They're having
2: Marvel SBO because of the hype. It's because of the hype, they know that that game is so hype if they don't have that, they're going to be missing out.
1: Yeah, and is it going to be single game like SPO style? Because that will be the most
2: random crap I've that. <laughs> that is going to be sort sort made, man. <laughs>
1: Um
2: But yeah, you know, I think that Marvel. Um, sorry, no, sorry. Japan having these one game and off tournaments—that's just so brass. That's so that's outdated, man. Yeah. Or as the Americans say, that's played out. Like seriously, that. How can you still be doing that? I mean, what? Yeah. Um, what what part of one game isn't enough? that you understand? You know, like it's yeah. just back in the day when they were the tournament to 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 be at. Yeah, yeah. But they're not anymore. I can perfectly like people can miss SBO now, and it's not the greatest thing. It's right. not the biggest deal anymore. You know. Mm. Yeah. Sure. Like people um, might want to go to be there, but you, mm. you you know you don't you don't necessarily want to mm. enter because it's one game and you mm. know. But uh, AE,
1: I heard the AE top eight now has a uh, double. Best limb. of three. Oh, best of three, yep. So. I, it,
2: I didn't know. I didn't When they said it was two lives, I heard you have two lives. Yeah, two lives. I didn't know lives. if they meant it. it's. Double a limb, or if it is best of three, like first of two isn't too. Oh,
1: I'm not too sure, but at least you know maybe so it's a bit that's more s- now. Yeah, maybe it's so a sign of the times. You know, yeah. it's oh, wow,
2: they're so proud. <laughs> they didn't want to give up the best of the, the best of one game. Like, <laughs> it took them this long,
1: <laughs> only like uh, 15 years or something. I know,
2: right? Yeah. No, nah, but that's cool. That's cool. I mean, SBO is a big deal. I know that yeah. like it's a big event for them, and you know they want to keep that mm. classic. You know, the, Arcade, the, it yeah. is what it is kind of yeah. thing. They wanted to stick with how it used to be. But,
1: yeah, that's cool. Yeah, you've also talked on your blog about Street Fighter Cross Tekken you said that you like the game but Mm -hmm. as a Tekken player you kind of have problems with it
2: yeah and um, basically Street Fighter Cross Tekken um, I really like the game yeah but I'm a 2D player I mean like I mentioned I'm a King of Fires player I'm a Street Fighter player I Mm -hmm. play you know, like, I've played all the old classics. Fatal Fury, Samurai Showdown, a, right. lot, a lot of the games that you don't even hear about anymore. I've even played... I've spent so much time playing Power Instinct on the Super Nintendo. You know, it's crazy. Right. Throwing teeth with a grandma and stuff like that. <laughs> I've, I've, I've spent so much time on all kinds of fighting games. Yeah. Um, so I know how to play a 2D fighting game. But I also know how to play 3D fighting games as yeah. well. I've got experience in Soul Calibur or Soul Edge. Yes. Yeah. You know, Tekken, VF. A couple of others that have come out along the years as well. Right. Um. So basically, the reason I talked about that in my blog it's because I had a lot of Tekken players who came to me personally to just to just to communicate how Tekken uh, Street Cross Tekken doesn't cater for them and a lot of the things I talked about are things that they had said to me
0: mm.
2: and they didn't feel that the game supported them and really allowed them to express themselves in right. the way they wanted to be expressed in a fighting game mm. Now, Street Fighter Cross Tekken is, of course, the Street Fighter version of the Street, oh, Street Fighter Cross Tekken game, which yes. is perfectly understood. That doesn't mean you're allowed to not include
1: Tekken the players. Tekken community. Right.
2: Now, there are some players who are Tekken players who have come onto, you know, Street Fighter Cross yeah. Tekken yeah. and are happily involved. Right. But this isn't toward, This isn't about them. This is a, it's irrelevant to them. It's irrelevant to the people that are happy because this is about the people. This is the people that are not happy talking. Mm-hmm. So if you're happy, it's irrelevant. This is purely for the players who've come into Street Fighter Cross Tekken as pure Tekken players, not that good at Street Fighter, you know, right. maybe once upon a time they wanted to be good at Street Fighter 4, tried, didn't work out, went back right. to Tekken, you know. They thought, wow, this is going to be my chance to, like, get involved now, mm. you know, finally, something I understand. To breach the
1: communities, right? right.
2: And they've come in and seen that it's actually just Street Fighter with Tekken skins.
1: Yeah, pretty much you know. So
2: and um and 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 now they're not happy, and those players don't have anywhere to go, don't have an outlet mm. and I became the outlet for them. I've mm. taken all the crap for it, <laughs> but these players deserve a voice as well that's true yeah and that's why I just decided to do that for them. that's all mm. that was about
1: that's re- that's really interesting because um you're one of the rare players that play both games mm. at a high level, and that's why they came to me because right. I would understand right, because right. I exactly both so yeah so I mean personally, I mean, you talked about the juggle system a little bit in your. Mm. Blah, But do you want to elaborate about something? Yeah, Yeah,
2: um, the juggle system didn't have to be lengthy. It didn't have to be 58 hit juggles or whatever. Right. Um, it could just be something that might be similar to what happens in Tekken or just relate closely enough so that the Tekken players feel comfortable with what they're doing. Because at the moment, it's everything is completely new. Mm. And it's like, okay, well... I'm just playing a Street Fighter character who looks like a Tekken character. And that's all. It's, you know, I think me and, um, saying that the juggle system could have been more Tekken-like is just me looking for an element where the Tekken players felt comfortable. Right. So if it wasn't the juggle system, it could have been maybe the throw system. If it wasn't the throw system, it could have been, right. you know, the high-low system. I don't know, something else. But right. the Tekken players, you know, the ones that aren't comfortable, are, are really uncomfortable. You know, If you if you decide you're going to make a Street Fighter cross Tekken game, you're obviously trying to... Uh, bridge the gap somewhere right mm. you're trying to maximize on your your target demographic by including mm-hmm. the tekken community mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. exactly so that if sense. that doesn't work then what is the
1: purpose of it? yeah mm-hmm. if
2: if you've missed that then project mission mission failed right yeah so failed. that's why um i'm saying this for those players who didn't get mm-hmm. what they wanted to get from street by Cross tekken and are now not in the mm-hmm. community because of that even yeah. though they're strong or pro or beginner or just Mm. but just you know fans of the Tekken franchise and people Mm. who who are good at Tekken
1: you know I'll start wrapping up things but uh yeah did you want to quickly talk about uh the London scene how things are set up over there um are you guys based around arcades or local meetups or net cafes who are the community leaders and so on and so forth The London scene is based on, um, it used to be based on arcades,
2: heavily, heavily based on arcades. We didn't have anywhere where we went to play consoles at all. And then as arcades died out, as with everywhere, we kind of fell onto console and, um, you know, it was mainly people at home or get-togethers at someone's house. Online appeared, you know, and then things went online. I mean, we still have a couple of arcades, but... The arcades aren't maintained. I think you have the same problem in, America, yeah, in Australia. Yeah, sure. You play at Blue House, that was horrible. Yeah, right? um, the arcades aren't maintained. The buttons don't work. No one fixes it. They come mm-hmm. over. Hey, the button doesn't work. They come over, press it. It works. No, it works. It works. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> I mean, it's intermittent. No, it works. Keep playing. <laughs> Here's your credit back. You know, yeah. and so they don't understand. You've got technicians yeah. that don't know about games and yeah. stuff. So we have the same problem. So most people just stay at home now. Mm. We have a big problem in development because we don't have anywhere to play regularly. We don't really have a place that we can go to level up, you know. Right. We have, we to up, you know? right. We have weekly tournaments, right. we do, which is really good. Right. Um, that's probably the meat of our London team right now. And, and we have one home? location called uh, Gamer Base Gamer in Base, London. Yeah. And that's in Piccadilly Circus. It's inside of a building called Trocadero. And if you go in Gamer Base, you can, on a Monday, we have Street Fighter Cross Tekken tournament. Right. On Tuesday we have uh, Super Street Fighter Four. On Wednesday I think it's kind of open playing field. I've been there before and seen like Blaze Blue. Sometimes I've seen KOF. Sometimes I've seen other games. So Thursday is Marvel Day, and on Friday is Soul Caliber. So almost every day of the week you can go there and be in a tournament. You know if you play the game. That sounds awesome. It's really good. Yeah, it is really really good. I mean Game has you know really supported us and helped us through. Mm. Well, I mean, we would have nothing, you know, offline-wise, we wouldn't have anything solid if it wasn't for them. So, you know, regular, you know, and it's not just gaming bases, you know, Richard and Mark Denton, they're they're the Dragon Twins, Shin and Show Dragon, Mm. Uh, we have a a really good community put together by Bulletproof, Mm. um, Simeon, called Mm -hmm. New Empire, we have a Mm -hmm. website, Mm newempire.com, and um, we have Heart of Gaming, which um, a guy called Mark Starkey's um, made, so he's kind of got a venue and made that into an arcade, he's got cabinets, and we can put consoles there, so we can... We can go there and play now. So you know that we have um, uh, a guy called Ahmed. um, Yeah. The Xbox Live account was KB one one two one, so people know him by that. Yeah. But he supported the community for a long time as well. I mean, he supported the community members that you know some of the community members. But he know you know. I mean, these are all people that have come together and allowed us to have places to play. Players have been able to benefit from and level up. So you know that is um a a big benefit for us Mm. and it's not easy because Mm. some people just don't have the setup you know they Mm. live with their parents or Mm. they live with family and it's not convenient for to Mm. have people over for gaming you know Mm. so it's just how it is Mm. um so we need these things i mean we need more really Mm. the current issue we have now is that we Um, have tournaments but we don't have any like grinding grinding sessions yeah we don't have any you know leveling up yeah. focused sessions where people right. can just go to learn new things because in that tournament in that best of three you're not really trying to learn yeah, you yeah. if you you're play just using what you know power. to win yeah. Yeah. yeah so and that's the difference we actually need because when it goes international yeah we need yeah. um that level right, right and we have the talent we definitely have the talent but people have the time but we just don't have the place to go there for um, that purpose right i see i see and that's the main issue right now
1: so how many regulars do you get to let's say the street fighter event mm-hmm. every week uh, yeah, how many players you guys um,
2: get well it goes from something like on a good day we can have 40 yeah. and on a bad day we can have like 15
1: mm. maybe or 16 well it's pretty good for weekly like yeah. we, we run weeklies now in Melbourne and we have a bit of a problem where um, the attendance like we we back and forth mm. I guess like just strain yeah, small yeah. Scene. but yeah that's really
2: interesting so yeah know. that's pretty that's pretty that's pretty much how I've seen it at the moment that's cool so we've got like yeah winner stays on Logan who's doing the Marvel and the Street right. Fighter Mm. Um, Logan summer he's the yeah. grime dj one of the really famous grime dj cool uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, in his spare time he runs our street fire and marble tournament, so, right. yeah, so um, we 've got all these guys, you know Dog Tanyan, who's the Capcom community manager putting on the He right. Street Acotek and the event mm-hmm. on Mondays with the, the um, EX Dragon Project guys, which is like Jamar. You know, Shin and Joe Dragon And those guys So yeah no,
1: it's, And it's do you nice. guys benefit From like being in Europe So do you guys like Travel around to like France You know just across Not really There isn't not,
2: There isn't enough I've always said for a long time That there isn't enough Unity in Europe Right You know we're, we're, we're very Separated Because mm-hmm. we are different countries
1: Yeah th- I mean you would think That would be your Big advantage of being like Really close together Yeah with but we're not close team.
2: enough We're close but it's right. still a flight That's true yeah You <laughs> know like I mean Sydney's close to Melbourne But it's still a plane Yeah yeah that's true You right. know what I mean like So it's Close, but not close enough. I mean, we all speak different languages, Correct, which is one right division. Yeah, we um, all have different lifetime uh, lifestyles. Sorry.
0: Yeah,
2: and you know, we don't all know each other that well. I mean, I uh. know. A lot of the French community quite well now because I've been there so many times and we've got each other on Xbox Live or on Facebook and, you know, so I'm close to quite a few of those guys and that's really good. Mm. But not everyone is in my position, Mm. you know, not everyone is able to travel as much as I travel and stuff like that. So it's quite difficult for a lot of the players and we don't always come together Mm. just because of that issue. Mm. So the only time we really get to meet is probably for one big tournament, Mm. maybe like twice or three times a year mm. and that's a shame because mm. we're never getting to have sessions with each other i mean mm. if the if all of europe got together Combined, there's
1: so much to have, to have to ser-
2: have serious sessions we'd be insanely good yeah we would be insanely good i think you know not to sound big headed or anything i think we'd definitely like be on par or like i mean sorry i think we'd definitely be better than the u.s you know mm. like i mean yeah because you know I mean I don't know though because for Street Fighter maybe the US have a similar problem
1: yeah geographically, they have a lot of top yeah.
2: players that are spread out as yeah. well so I guess it would probably be the same you yeah. know but yeah I mean I've always said for a while that not just europe but if all of europe and all of us were all together (laughs) we could like take on like japan or korea like i've always looked i've always hoped that didn't kids
1: come up with this idea that you know sure city or something where like all the fighting game players in the world settle in one city and just grind and you know we all work and live in the same city the wow. fighting game utopia
2: if there was ever a time for the words wishful thinking
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> right now boy yeah. no i mean you know what that would be sick like i would do anything for that to happen man that would be yeah. just too much especially like w- with my traveling now and stuff like yeah. you know to have a place to settle like that but well, i wouldn't even need to travel
1: yeah that would go next
2: door yeah. See Filipino champ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, also, you up for that first of ten, yeah? yeah? No, man, I'm cooking. <laughs> All right, my bad. Go to, go to the other side. Be like Justin Wong there. or something. Uh,
1: uh, be too much, man. Yeah, That'll yeah. be... Uh, maybe maybe one day you know five years time one
2: day yeah or even just like a few houses dotted yeah. around where a few gamers live yeah yeah you know you yeah. see you have a you have a few houses that are like fighting game house yeah. in san Fran where a, a few top players for that area all right. live together
1: so not sure you can city but sure you can avenue or sure you can talk <laughs> about <bar> or something
2: <laughs> that'll be, wow that, that is what i call a dream <laughs> yeah that's that what i call a dream
1: just need you know some billionaire to to buy to do that I know, right set it up yeah so let's uh, start uh, Last question You make so, it sound so easy Just one billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> just, just the one Just one millionaire yeah. <laughs> Alright go uh, on. Yeah so Who has the best afro In the fighting
2: game community Oh man I'm, I. Isn't it that dude That dude Cole I swear it's like Cole <laughs> Jason Cole I think he has a better afro than me Like he doesn't have a better All year round afro than me Because mine changes style all the time right. like, Sometimes it's like like, like, kind of like little dreads. Sometimes right. it's smooth around, like now. Right. Sometimes it's short, sometimes it's a bit longer. Like, right. his one is just consistent. <laughs> he's that consistent Ryu. <laughs> I'm, I'm jumping characters all the time. Like, right. yeah, Cole, Cole, Cole gets the win, man, just for consistency.
1: Right, he's got the yeah. Japanese mindset to characters in you his know, head. You
2: know, he's fo- got that focus. Nah, <laughs> like, I respect that, I respect that.
1: Nice, nice, nice. I'll take second place, hand Second please. place. it's oh, <laughs> pretty good, second place. Oh, what about um, Combo Fiend's Afro uh, when he was young? Yeah, nah. but nah. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't count anymore. He doesn't maintain it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's pretty No, nah, cool. actually no, his afro is pretty smooth as well. Yeah. yeah, no, I was really impressed on Crossers, so he maintains that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like that, I like that. He's got, he's got that level. I don't know, we we have to play for a second. Yeah. No, but I've got more variation. <laughs>
1: right.
2: I <right. laughs> <laughs> win based on variation. <laughs>
1: nice, nice. Okay, so yeah, uh, yeah shout, outs, thoughts, shout, shout outs. Any last final thoughts? Shout to Western
2: Wolves, man. If it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be out here right now having this great yeah. interview. You know what I mean? Eating all this nice food and playing these games. Right. So shout outs to Western Wolves, Burger, Philip. Mm. Shout outs to London On I know we're you know, kind of like separated now. We're playing with the sister company, but you guys are still great. Mm. And um, looking forward to being back in Europe. Shout outs to Wednesdays On. Looking forward to playing in that again. Mm. Dog Tanyan, Twins, Jamal. You guys are cool. And um, yeah, man, shout out to West Walls, my teammates, F Word and Andreas. Mm-hmm. His name, what, what name do you like better, Hands or Premium Hands?
1: Premium Hands.
2: Okay. Yeah. Because okay. I said Premium Hands at Shadow and they were like, right, that name's sick. <laughs> premium Hands! And yeah. everyone was laughing in the yeah. car. So there you go, Andreas. There's your answer, boy.
1: <laughs> hands, hands down.
2: Happy <laughs> <laughs> in hands, hands down. That's what he said. Too sick, man. Put it there. Put it there. Yeah. Nice.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So, uh, any more shoutouts or that's it? Uh,
2: nah, that's cool for now. I can't think of any others. I'll probably get slapped later. Oh, actually, you know what? Shout-outs to the Allies as well. Yeah. Like, if it wasn't for them, like, I mean, they've just been so cool. Like, the whole Shadow showdown and putting me up and everything. Mm. Shout-outs to the Tekken crew in Sydney. Like, thanks to you guys. You know, I had a great time, thanks to you. Mm. Tekken and Street Fighter crew, actually. Mm. Um, I had a good time at York York Street Battle as so well. Thanks for putting that on. Mm. And, um, yeah, just shout-outs to all you players I've met in Australia. Like, I don't remember all the names. Please forgive me. But, like, I've had such a great time here, thanks to you. And I'm definitely going to be back.
1: Next so, year? Yeah. You can have back next year for sure? Sooner. Sooner? Sooner. Man.
2: In <laughs> for fact, Christmas? what time's my flight? Let me just miss it real quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, yeah. Thanks again, guys. I've had a great time. And thanks to you.
1: All right, Norris. No thanks very much, right? Cheers. Pleasure. Thanks very much.
0: This is BossLogic from ShadowLoo.com. You're listening to Don't Be a Scrub podcast. Stay hungry, stay salty, don't be with black like mudders Once again, I'd like to thank Ryan Hart for sitting down and doing the interview with Mutton. We really appreciate it. And as always, you can subscribe to our podcast series and Mutton's blog at Mutton's blog, which is beingascrub.com. Just click on the RSS feed button and that'll take care of the rest. And as always, stay hungry, stay salty, and thank you for listening.